Hello, and welcome to The Opposite Effect. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Diodato. I am also one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. Welcome. I I like our theme song, but it feels very Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> You're about to get a truth bomb. <laughs> welcome to the zone of no liberal tears. Only liberal tears here, because they're going to cry <laughs> when I say my thing word, truth bomb. I want to get one of those uh, soundboards so that we could also do that. Like, yeah, I, I, I want to see if I could, ha- if I can hack together like just nonsense strings like what I just said into mm. like a radio show on conservative radio, and just see if anybody notices. Just see it. if anybody notices that what he's saying is actual, like just gibberish. Do it. I'm going. You'll make. I will, you'll make an annoyingly large amount of money. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so uh, we thought we'd try uh, something a little different this week uh, because uh, pretty much as soon as we recorded this show on a Wednesday, uh, and I think as soon as we left doing the show, uh, the travel ban came out. It was, uh, I mean, it was a shy, yeah, what the fuck, uh, Christ. Yeah. Um, and then so many things came out quickly that we're just like, you know what? Let's just talk. Let's let's start the show with the things we're not going to talk about. Right. We're gonna we're gonna we're just gonna rattle off some shit. Yeah. That happened. Uh, I'll start. Um, I you, you, I think you have the list, so I think you'll start and I'll and start mid, and, mid and end and end it. <laughs> um. All right. So. Uh, he ran a Supreme Court nomination like a reality TV show, uh, bringing both of them to Washington. And almost having, like, a fucking rose ceremony. He threatened to invade Mexico and screamed at the Prime Minister of Australia. He, uh, he fired the acting attorney general and said in a statement she, quote, betrayed the Department of Justice. Uh, you've only said he. I don't know who you're referring to. Uh, that guy. The orange one. Okay. Orangey McMuffin face. Um... Uh, his statement on International Holocaust Memorial Day, which was a day partially created uh, to recognize that Jews were the targets of the fina- final solution, didn't mention Jews. On purpose. On purpose. It came out that there was a version written that said the word Jews, and they were like, oh, no, we can't get too... Ugh, we can't get too hebe up in here. We, we're a bunch of white fucking supremacists. It, again, in defense, the, it was the exact same speech, except it ended with, and also the fucking and, Jews. And the Jews. Yeah. Um, uh, he made a statement on Black History Month and kind of said that Frederick Douglass was still alive. Yeah, he's doing good stuff. I'm he's glad people too- are finally noticing him. Uh, his vice president ignored the issue entirely by on with his statement on um, uh, Black History Month, not mentioning black people at all. The only specific person he mentioned was Abraham Lincoln. (sighs) The counselor to the president, Kellyanne Conway, made up a massacre. Just made it up whole cloth. Uh, 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 The president tweeted that protesters against him were paid. They were thugs? They were thugs. Professional anarchists. Professional anarchists, which... uh, if you're if you're taking applications, yeah, I'm all for that. I mean, it's I like my job, but I could always, you know, it's not too late for me to change streams. Yeah, um, I mean, at the very least, I would say fake it till you make it and put that on your LinkedIn profile. Yeah, right. Um, he, uh, you'll get some calls. <laughs> after Chuck Schumer broke down crying, talking about the. The, the the Muslim ban, which is what it is. Which um, is one of the things we will talk about. It's one of the things we will talk about. We won't talk about this particular tweet uh, where Donald Trump called Chuck Schumer's Chuck Schumer fake tears Schumer. Mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer, whose great-grandmother died in the Holocaust and seven of her nine children as well. Chuck Schumer's only alive because one of those kids lived he might have something to say about the plight of the refugee here guy right because they may more of them may have lived if we actually let some goddamn refugees in at the time then well we sort of didn't didn't tweet about uh, a mosque shooting in canada didn't uh, w- 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 which was per- performed by a by a 
white supremacist. Um, there are bomb threats coming in daily to Jewish community centers around the country. No tweets there. But Milo, a professional racist and riot provoker, visits Berkeley, is racist, provokes a riot, and Donald Trump tweets a threat to take Berkeley's federal dollars away. Is that it? Because this is just the list of things we're not talking about. We are... I mean, I, I also... I, my birthday happened. We're six minutes in. Your birthday happened? <laughs> yeah, my birthday happened. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Thanks. When are we going off your birthday? I don't know. I mean, I didn't make a thing of it. Okay. I just Maybe we can go out for my birthday? Yeah, all right. We'll, 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 we'll plan something. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Know, uh, <laughs> um, all right, so do you want to get into... Pizza? Yeah. Uh, do we want to get into... You're talking to one of our crew members? Yeah. Well... Uh, <laughs> Uh, do you want to get into the things we are going to talk about? Oh, are we ever going to talk about them? Sure. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go light at the top. Uh, 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 Trump in our in our uh, crazy Trump tweets. Yeah, we love talking about John, Donald Trump's Twitter. It's the, my favorite fucking yeah, thing um, on the internet. I don't know, remember the exact wording, but um, I'll look it up. It was uh, we have we need to keep evil out of the out of this kind. Uh, yes, uh, nineteen hours ago he tweeted, "We must keep evil." Out of our marks. country. And yep. the word evil is in quotation marks. Why? Right. And now remember, this is in the, you know, uh, this will be recorded in the Congressional Library or whatever it's called. Yeah, the library. Well, well, well. Library of Congress. I guess all tweets are going into the Library of Congress from what I understand. But, like, he, he's, he's not on POTUS. He's yeah, I think it counts. Aparna, uh, a comic we both like, tweeted uh, something um, along the lines of, um, hey, tweeting from your personal account while at work is a fireable offense. <laughs> <laughs> Impeach. That's true. Um, uh, so um, we, we feeling that it is important because it's going to go in the Library of Congress. Right, sure. Um, it's important for us to distinguish... You know, given his position, right? What evil means, right? And we are actually in opposition as to how you would define evil. Well, I, I guess. I mean, I think you and I come from a similar moral background. Oh, but we're I agree. Trying, we're trying to get to the bottom of what would Donald would Trump mean? means by yeah. when he, because he's not saying morally evil. Everybody knows what the word evil means. They don't need a quote around it. So he's quoting it for a reason, right? Here's my my assumption. Sure. Um, uh, as we, as we mentioned earlier, there was a shooting, uh, in Canada, uh, at a mosque, uh, a, uh, a French Canadian, uh, person went into, went into a mosque, uh, shot a bunch of people. Uh, it was very tragic and it was very upsetting. Uh, and as we all know, Donald Trump is very concerned about people getting killed. And you know? Yeah. Right. Super now, concerned now granted, he didn't tweet about this or mention it in any way. No. Um, but he's very concerned about that. He's very concerned about acts of terror. Right. Um, so that leads me to believe that given that this is the most recent real act of terror, that he is aware of the fact that French Canadians are dangerous. <laughs> and nobody is more dangerous than Dr. Evil. Famous Canadian. Famous Canadian, That's Mike right. Myers. Yeah, yeah. So I believe what he is saying is, is part of this travel ban that one of the people that we need to keep out of this country for sure... Is Mike Myers or just Dr. Evil. Right. And he doesn't know that Dr. Evil isn't real and that people act on TV sometimes. Okay. All right. Because the only cause because he always played himself right. whenever he was on TV. Right. See, I think he's quoting somebody, but I don't know who he's quoting. <laughs> and I think he is not saying the word evil. I think he's saying evil and attributing it and forgot the attribution. Okay. And that will tell us who we're trying to keep out. Right, because if it, it depends on whose definition of evil it, it is. Depends, or maybe he's saying the person who said the word evil. How do you mean? Like, what if this guy was just walking around muttering evil, and, uh, and Donald Trump saw it and was like, oh, we got to get that guy out of the country. Yeah, that's very possible, uh, too. I'm, I'll remember this later. And then he's like, we got to keep, uh, what did I call him? Oh, yeah, evil. <laughs> that guy. Keep him out of the country. Um, all right, you want to move on to uh, tweet number two? Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I know mine was a reach there on the explanation, mm. but it seems as valid as any other, right? Right. 
uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that it's mine, and uh, I'm putting Mike Myers on notice. Okay, I guess that's, is what that's I'm saying. good of you. <laughs> Somebody should. Um, what was number two? Oh God. Um, in and out. In and out. Right. So here's the direct quote: When a country is no longer able to say who can and who cannot come in and out, especially for reasons of safety and security, big trouble. Now I read that five times. Before you and I got here. Because I was going through things that we could talk about. Right. Just in the limo on the way over to the studio? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I said to my driver, "Be go go slow. I have a lot of work <laughs> that I, I need to some do. some thinking time. Yeah. Um, you were four hours late. Yeah. I had to finish all the brandy <laughs> that is in the back of the limo. What do you want me to do? You are so tanked right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to leave... I'm going to leave one-fifth of the bottle there? No, no I'm going to say go around. It. You got to yeah. finish. Yeah, I understand. Uh, this is a rock star lifestyle we lead. So I'm reading through this tweet, and then Dave reads it to me, and he's like, what about the out part? And I was like, how did I not notice that? <laughs> how, yeah, no, like, how is that on the table now? <laughs> the cu- when, the country, when a country is no longer able to say who can and who cannot come in and out, especially for reasons of safety and security, big trouble. Let me, let me, I mean, for one, only for reasons of safety and security is a country supposed to say who can and cannot enter, right? Like, you're not supposed to say, I don't like that guy's shirt, he can't come in, or I don't like that guy's religion, he can't come in, or I don't like that guy's political beliefs, he can't come in. Right, you could say, I don't like that guy's missile, Yeah, I don't like. can't come in. I don't like that guy... Uh, you know, and and his and his affiliation to Al Qaeda. Yeah, and his dirty bomb. And his dirty bomb. Yeah, we may make an exception for the guy, but certainly not an exception for the bomb. Right. Um. So that's thing one. There, there's a lot to unpack. But the thing, the the thing that does really stick out to me is come in and out. Yes. Donald Trump is threatening all of us currently here. That we cannot leave. leave. Yeah. Well, I mean, that puts us in line with a lot of the other great countries that don't let you leave. <laughs> um, like North Korea. North Korea is a great country. Um, Russia at its worst, I think. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, the very enlightened people. Uh, the d- Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, no, not the Netherlands. No, no um, I don't think... Wasn't did uh, this is a total side Cuba, note? Cuba maybe? I think for a while. Cuba like to- at the height of Cuba. This is a total Cuba. wheel turn. We didn't talk about this at all, but I believe the former prime minister of the Netherlands was detained. Yes. In uh, a, a, an airport in America because he'd gone to Iran mm-hmm. as part of his duties as prime minister. So that's happening. Yeah. That's that. This so, is, we're a shit show nightmare right so, now. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing that, like, here's the thing that I realized that, like, this was the first time that they were just sort of floating the whole, like, maybe you can't leave thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was not a campaign promise. For and we all took it. For everybody who's <laughs> been like, you know, he's just doing what he said he'd do. He did not make the campaign promise that I would have to stay here right. and couldn't go, couldn't like go to Canada or Mexico if I wanted to go to on a vacation. You know, yep. Cozumel is now off the table, guys. Yep. Uh, Keep your vacations in America. Go to Nebraska. <laughs> what, why don't you want to see a big ball of yarn, huh? I do. It's a really cool bar. Have you seen the big ball of yarn? It's huge. It's great. <laughs> um, have you really? pictures i don't oh. I, haven't, I haven't traveled to the big it's, ball it's a, of yarn it's a totally different experience in person I'm, mm, uh. i guess i gotta go to the big ball of yarn that you have to go to the big ball of yarn. There, there's no choice uh, <laughs> all trips will be to the big ball of yarn now uh, so do the, you think something like that's gonna happen like one of his friends is gonna run like a fucking casino that we're all going to have to visit to keep our fucking like passports uh no not not in the first four years <laughs> <laughs> if he gets reelected, yeah, it really depends yeah. on like how this how this whole situation goes. We gotta flip the house, guys. Uh, but, um, but we're thinking like, okay, why would he want to keep people here? Because he's very much got a sense of like, you're with me, or get the fuck out, right? You know. Uh, so 
Like, why would he even toss up the whole, like, you can't leave thing? And I know it was probably an accident, but no, for the purposes of this conversation. Ac- there are no accidents here. Um, who wants to leave? I mean. Well, specifically. Melania's got to look like she wants to take a runner. She does. She really, she really right. has She's this a- horrified <laughs> scream just dancing behind those eyes. Yeah. Um, it. You get the sense that it's one of those things where she's like, like, in a fancy prison yeah. kind of situation. Uh-huh. You know, where it's like, all right, you know, I have servants and they bring me things and all that. Right. So I'll, I'll keep doing this, but, you know. Right. I think everybody who marries Trump is in it for the, like, with the understanding that the payout at the end is what the goal is. Yeah. Like, I think. A bun- I think the later wives, like, there have only been three wives, but like the later wives and mistresses have all been like, maybe I'll outlive him and get the lion's share. Yeah, you want to be the last one. You never yeah. want to be like the first one. Yeah. Um, Ivanka had it rough. I have a theory. Okay. Uh, I think it's only a matter of time um, before Beyonce leaves. Oh, and I don't think. I don't think that it's realistic to, like, he tries to pretend like, oh, I don't care about Jay-Z and Beyonce, but everybody loves Beyonce. Yeah. You know, like, if there's a civil war in this country, like, she's going to be our president. She's going to head the resistance army, yeah. Right, yeah, there's no question. I mean, she set it up initially at the Super Bowl a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. where she kind of had that, like, look like, that was her being like, hey, guys, I see what's coming. Right. You know, Um, but she doesn't, like, I think he very much wants to keep Beyonce where he can keep a close eye on her. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, where he can make sure that she's not able to lead the resistance in a good way um, and not able to gather allies. In exile. Right. Yeah. You know, because everybody knows you go to the French and you get them on board. Right. It's well, how that's we got how this we, country in the first that's place. That's how we got this place in the first place. Right. Uh, yeah. I, speaking of leaving, I'm, I don't have any specific plans, but how do you know when to go? It's getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, and how do you? I mean, if if the the fan is really shit hit, like yeah. they shut down travel. The, I mean, here here's the thing. Um, here, here's here's a good metric for you to use going forward. Mm. Um, we spent the first six minutes right talking about all the things we were not going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say once we get to thirty, okay, then then start packing shit up. Here's another metric. Okay. If we only have one thing we're going to talk about. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> if we walk in and like, the thing, and, and both of our faces are drained of color, yeah, then we should just grab our bags and Go. record from the road. Yep. I mean, this is a pretty, like, you know, it's a pretty mobile studio. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and we, we got the limos. Right. <laughs> We'll just do it from back there. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyways. All right, so... Uh, so let's sort of get into our main uh, our main topic, which is the travel ban. Right. Uh, and and uh, we got a tweet that leads us into it. Yes. Um, I'll read the first part of it, or do you have the, the I got it in of it? front of me, yeah. Yeah, I'm not good at reading. It's all right. It's, uh, your, you, your prettiness makes up for it. Thanks. Um, I mean, I can read, just for the record. <laughs> I can read. I can't read my handwriting, which is how I write all my notes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then the microphone's like right where all the words are, so you're just okay. Um, I'll I'll handle it. Uh, you're not keeping me around for my looks, anyways. Um, so Donald Trump, about five hours ago from the time we recorded this, uh, tweeted. <sighs> this one. I mean, this just hurts to read. <laughs> I don't. Go for it. I don't want to do it. Do it. Okay. Do it. The opinion of this so-called judge, which essentially takes law enforcement away from our country, is ridiculous and will be overturned. Right. Now, this so-called judge, federal judge. That's my favorite ABC TV show from the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) My so-called judge. Now, now why would you call somebody a so-called judge? It sort of uh, you're stupid, right? Because I mean, <laughs> you're like, an idiot. like I get to see somebody go like a so-called celebrity, right? Now this like, is the judge, who, a so-called comedian, because maybe right. they're like not a professional comedian, but they like to, right. like, like me. Um, this this judge is in Washington State, 
and officially overturned the travel ban, which is what people are calling it when they don't want to call it what it is, Um, a a, a ban on Muslims. It's not even a ban. Like like Sean Spice will tell you, it's not a ban, despite having said it was a ban the day before, despite the president having said it was a ban the day before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing about them is they're very clear in their messaging. There's nothing ambiguous or hard to read about them. What the fuck does the quotes around evil mean? Um, So... The judge in this case is a federal judge, great deal of experience, confirmed nine by the Senate ninety nine to zero, unanimous, so called judge. But I, I here's the thing. Yeah, I want to give Trump the benefit of the doubt here. You always, you always want to. I want to give the administration the benefit of the doubt because people are not inherently evil. So, like, if they're fighting for this... Interesting argument, given the times. Yeah. uh, If they're fighting for this, there must be a logical conclusion. Okay. You know, uh, there must be a reason that they pull these people out of line and say, like, hey, you require increased scrutiny. Right. For example, when they pulled a five-year-old boy... And handcuffed him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, they hand- I didn't realize they handcuffed him. Oh, yeah. Um, out of the line. Uh, there, there must be a good reason sure. why we as a country should fear five-year-old children. I mean, a five-year-old can fuck you up. Can he? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I've got a five-year-old uh, nephew, and that kid run is just at the perfect height to forehead my balls. <laughs> It's true. Just like straight no, on. That's like gets a, can, is that the age where he can get a good head of steam and has no sense of direction and just go right, <laughs> right into right into your grundles. <laughs> yeah. There's something about kids between the ages of, of two and like five, mm-hmm. especially also where like if they want to like sit on your lap or like uh-huh. climb over you, like their knees will find your balls. Yeah, their knees like, every th- time. Their little fists. <laughs> Like, for some reason... You want to be careful about that one, but I understand what you mean. No, but for some reason, their kids, when they crawl at a certain age, make fists and punch the ground, (laughs) or your legs and or nuts, when they're crawling over you, I... Right, and... and, Children are painful. And one of the things that they mentioned was, well, for example, you want to make sure that he's with his parents. You know, and, like, we don't let five-year-olds fly alone. No, you're like that's a, not a thing. International travel generally. Does, I mean, like, I'm sure there are refugees who enter the country who are like, I'm so fucked. I'm an orphan. Like, Wait, but with a guardian. I'm like, sure. I guess my my point is that like, you cannot, as a five year old, roll up to the airport and say, I am going somewhere. Pop Here's out of my the limo. ticket. Yeah. yeah. Um, they usually like, hey, you need to be with like somebody. Yeah. You know, or at least like hand them over to the, you know. To the airline, it says, like, okay, a stewardess will sort of, like, escort you where right. you need to go. But it's not like rogue five-year-old terrorists are hopping on airplanes. It's not like anybody's just hopping on an airplane these days. Like, they make you fucking take off your belt. They make you take... You, everybody who get gets on an airplane... Not, now, a, not if you pre-check. Well, you should pre-check. Yeah, Spend the $85. I don't, I don't want to give those people money. I keep my shoes on. Yeah. Keep my computer in my bag. Why? What? How does that make us safer? It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't at all. It I would, mean, it, would it seems to just be an admission that the, the whole process doesn't make us safer at all. Yeah, just to be clear, I want to talk about the extreme vetting that went into uh, you getting pre-check. TSA pre-check. Yeah. Uh, I had to fill out something uh, where it referenced uh, all the places I'd lived in the last 15 years. Right. Um. Some of which I forgot, uh, so I did not put those on that list. Um, and then all the countries you've been to in the last 15 years, some of which I forgot, right. China being one of them, <laughs> um, did not matter. Um, Didn't mention China. And if anything looks suspicious, it's leaving, it's China, leaving China off, off the list. list. Yeah, I didn't do it intentionally. I forgot. Uh-huh. And once you submit it, you can't go back. <laughs> so, um, so then after that happens... They bring you in for an interview. So you can't, like, it has to be very clear that you are the person that you are. Uh, so I had to go all the way down to JFK uh, to do this interview. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, um, 
I, you know, I, I wait for a little while and I, and I roll up there. Now we haven't spoken about this on the podcast yet. So right. this is new information for a lot of folks, but, uh, I am visually impaired. Right. Um, and, um, basically like my peripheral vision is slowly moving inward. So, uh, Front and center, I can see 20-20, but I can only see about nine degrees off center. Mm-hmm. Um, so I use a cane when I'm traveling uh, in any sort of like crowd or situation to, uh, to get around. Right. Uh, the big white cane that you see right. on TV when people right. are. And I've actually heard, uh, not, not in regards to you, Dustin, but I've heard in regards to like other people with canes or people in the past uh, uh, be like, hey, that guy had a cane and it looked like he could see. Or why that guy had a cane and why was he wearing corrective lenses or whatever. Yeah. And it's because most people with canes can't actually see. They're just legally blind. Right. Um, most people with canes are like you. Um, I just like that little teachable moment there. Yeah. Uh, you're more likely to be blind if you have a dog. Yeah. Uh, but still, most people that, you know, like you said, um, have some level of vision. Yeah. Um, usually, if you're fully blind, you have a person with you. Um, anyway, um, so I roll up to the interview right. uh, and like, oh, I need to see some ID. And I hand them my New York State non-driver's ID. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the lady uh, who was doing it, or a guy, I don't really remember the sex of the person, but I'm going to say lady for right now, um, was like, oh, you don't have a driver's license? Mm-hmm. And I just like slowly lifted the cane <laughs> up. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. And then just like went on. And I was like, what are you vetting for? <laughs> That you don't realize that the person with a cane doesn't have a fucking driver's well, license. Also, haven't they done, like, isn't the whole point of this that they've already, like, created some kind of dossier on you? And wouldn't, like, visually impaired be somewhere in a very, like, presumably big box on that dossier? Yeah. Uh, presumably it would. Um, so. Facebook knows more about you than these guys do. Oh, 100%. Um, so my point is that that extreme vetting that they are mm-hmm. are doing for somebody who's already an American is in is non-existent, right? Um, so I understand when they say we need to do extreme vetting for people coming into the country, but we do not know how to do that because right now the plan we, well, is a questionnaire. D- disagree, highly disagree. Um, the 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 amount of time it takes to get in on any kind of immigration status that's official is like up to two years. The amount of vetting is extraordinary. Um, It's a joke only because like if you're born here for some reason, uh, there's no cast of suspicion over you at all. Uh, uh, But for some reason entering the country, there's an enormous cast of suspicion that kind of incentivizes illegal immigration anyway. Mm a, fr- a friend of mine is is on a is on a visa, um, and she has to leave every six months and come back and get like yeah, it's redu- a, it's, okay. it's, fu- it's fucking insane. Our immigration policy is insane, and making it more insane is not going to solve any problems. Every terrorist who American citizens, um, yeah, but we want we want to be so we want to be careful though, right? Like, don't we want to be careful? You don't want to die in a terrorist attack. I don't want to die. Right. Like, you're going to eventually, and maybe we'll do a whole episode on that. Um, No, I don't want to do an episode of my death. No, just the fact that you're going to die. I don't know how you're going to die right now. You don't? No. I thought everybody could see my death. No, I mean... I thought they just weren't telling me. No, I have theories. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Like, What's what's your number one theory on how I'm going to (laughs) die? Probably hit by a car. Like, most likely hit by a car. That makes the most sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, but uh, I'll show you the book later. Yeah, you know know what mine is on you? What? Torn apart by bears. Yeah, I mean, that's that's very (laughs) legitimately, like... uh, Oh, my God, this week I'm going to get hit by a car and you're going to get torn apart by bears. (laughs) People are going to listen to this and be like, oh, my God. That was crazy how they knew that. Uh, That would be commitment to a bit if we somehow engineered that. um, Either of us are going to feel just terrible uh-huh. if we're right about that you worse than me yeah because <laughs> because you getting hit by a car is like it's pretty it's I, possible i'm i'm outdoors all day i walk in an, in an urban area right yeah, I, I get I, I get i dodge a car every week at right, least right i do i never dodge a bear well that's so, part of your problem <laughs> <laughs> i never interact with a bear so uh, is, that's also part of your problem because if you don't know them they know that 
So my point is that if I get if I get torn apart by bears, the assumption is that either you were involved in it mm-hmm. or you somehow made it happen with your mind. Because <laughs> the odds of it just randomly occurring. I mean, I'd be very, very sad small. to lose you, Dustin. But if I could do that with my mind, if I learned that this way, I could use that. Yeah. I I mean, wouldn't you like to go knowing that you uh, made the world a little better? No, don't get me wrong. There will be. 5% satisfaction as it's happening going like, what? Wait, really? And then like, <laughs> then I'll be bummed about my death, right. but it'll be like better than another I death. Am, I love imagining <laughs> you as a bear tears you limb from limb being bummed. <laughs> I mean, I'll, like, oh, I'm so bummed. <laughs> Not shrieking in pain <laughs> or anything. Just, uh, I'm dying. <laughs> Shit. Um, speaking of bear attack, I think it's important as we help out the government, right? You know, if five-year-olds are definitely going to kill us, right? Um, is there anything else that, like, you know, we should send an email to Mr. Trump about uh, that we need to be careful of? I mean, there are a large number of. Well, I mean, this comes from like what Spicer said that we don't know five-year-olds, right? We can't. We can't just assume because of the age or gender of somebody right. that. You know, uh, that they're not a danger. And that's a, ra- that's a rational thing in it for an adult to say. Mm-hmm. We can make no assumptions about anybody. We, we, we have to vet everybody well, to the equal standard of, of, of uh, hauling them into uh, a, a back rooms of airports for 30 hours and handcuffing them whether or not they've done anything wrong. Well, I mean, you do have to assume that if we just said, okay, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna scan everybody but you know, we'll lay off kids. Yep, seventy-five-year-old women named Bernadette. Yeah, they're then, probably like, fine. All the terrorists would become seventy-five-year-old women named Bernadette. Like we just, they just start do recruiting. Think, do you think that would be the way it happened, or do you think that seventy-five-year-old women named Bernadette would start being like, "I can get away with murder"? <laughs> what? <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life. <laughs> I'm just. I'm also assuming that there would be a lot of like transgender operations uh-huh. of terrorists to become 75 year like transgender age uh-huh. um, oh yeah age acceleration yes <laughs> uh to allow them to become sure 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 you know sure. because you can Step also get into it. the time cube terrorist <laughs> yes. uh, but well i mean while they're distracted uh-huh. by figuring out how to age themselves right you know and then the beauty of it is if we stop them for a couple of years then they'll be too old right sure sure you know I mean, this sounds like a good way to honeypot them, honestly. Like you say, you're not looking at 75-year-old woman named, named Bernadette, and then you watch for the spike in 75-year-old woman named Bernadette and pull them out. Right. So I think let's see an executive order yeah. about that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's see it, Donald. Yeah. What are you afraid of? You afraid huh? of 75-year-old woman named huh? Bernadette? Make America great again. He, tw- he tweeted that in all caps. This yeah, week. I thought that was an accident. <laughs> I thought he had just like because you know you can pin that to the top. Nope. No, uh, that just, was like three hours ago. He's just shrieking it. He's just. I want to. I mean, like the thing about that one is like just it's. Wh- why did he do that? <laughs> then, why is he doing any of this? But why did he do that? What was happening? I want to know where he was and what his thought process was when he grabbed his unsecured Android phone and was like. <laughs> I need to. I need, I have something I need to tell America. Here's here's the thing about it, like, because there were a couple of other tweets where he was like, um, you know, like I think the one about the the mosque, he he ended it with like USA wake up or something like yeah. that or uh, something along those lines, and I was like, you realize you're still tweeting that you're tweeting like an outsider, <laughs> you know, like right. That that's that's like me tweeting to my wife like, let's make omelets again. <laughs> And it's like, okay, make a fucking up on it. Like yeah. you're part of this shit now. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, go, no, go yeah, buy yeah. eggs. Yeah. It's 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 like how me and my wife uh, are always saying to each other, we gotta clean this house. Right. We're in the house. We should just you could clean do it. it. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Um Yeah, and especially because it's his job. Uh there's been a lot that's been said about the fact that he never pivoted, but there's there's also been like an increasing like thing of like He's never leaving the campaign trail. No. He's just doing this. And that's, what, that's part of the reason, like, the executive branch is in such chaos, because he's not 
actually executiving. He's just being insane. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, How long can this go on? This is two, we're two weeks in. Right. I don't know. Because um, at this point, there's so much suspicion, just suspicion around him, right? Mm. Like, and there was a lot around W before 9-11. And then it, it, I will give him credit. On 9-11, when he finally landed and they were like, okay, we need to address the nation. He actually seemed like he had his hand on the tiller you know like there was chaos and then he was like a calm presence and then in the weeks that followed he was calm and uh sort of was like america good we okay then he did a bunch of psychotic insane shit and i hate him yeah and he's on the list of graves to pee upon but um i guess my point is there's so much suspicion around trump and there's so there's such an obvious degree that he would not do that in the case of an attack or in the case of a, a rival nation making an, doing, performing an act of war against us or something like that, that I can't imagine that the standard fascist playbook of uniting people against a common enemy is going to work here. He may try to go to war on false pretenses, which is, you know, like, again, that's, that, yeah. that was Germany. But, but I agree that I think that the, that the overall distrust... The associated with yeah, it will keep us from is is it's extraordinary so i want like what can he do here to make this in any way not a thing where he's like literally dragged out of the white house by an angry mob i don't i don't think he can i think uh, you think that's where this ends with like a scaffold on the way on the, on the, no, the rose garden i i think at this point he knows that um that 50 percent of the country wants to drag him out and hit him with pitchforks um, and the other, he's hoping to energize the other half so that they're like, you got to get through me first. Yeah, I think that, but, the, but, but, like but there's what, less of them. That's the thing. Like, but they're for, the ones with the guns. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, like coastal elites fought that war, first war. Remember, um, they were, right. they had more money than us, but like they, um, and we had the French. Yeah, and the French. And the French will the French will definitely help get rid of this shithead. Yes, they will. Um the Germans too. It would be it would be a blanket party. If Donald Trump decided to go civil war, oh my god, the countries that would help him versus the countries that would help us. Yeah, I mean, Jesus who are you looking at? Christ. You're looking at uh, you're looking at Russia doing like maybe a little bit and North Korea being like, "Yeah, sure, we like chaos. Let's get in here." Uh, <laughs> I mean, that like uh, I let's say all let's say all that played out, uh-huh. right? Um, It'd be a fucking I, instantaneous blanket party, like fucking no, like every every European nation would just be like, yeah, we want them gone too. I mean, it would be yeah, it'd be hilarious, and it would all end very quickly. But do you think there'd be a point where like he was thumbing through his Rolodex uh-huh. and realized that Russia and North Korea were the only two places that would pick up the phone yeah. and be like, I. I made a terrible mistake. Maybe I'm one. Maybe like that. You know that, that Mitchell and Webb. Yes. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we're maybe we're the evil. Maybe we're the bad guys. For those of you not deep into like like uh, British comedies from I think the '90s, uh, there's a there's a, a a a British sketch comedy show called That Mitchell and Webb Look, which um that's what that was yes. its title right? I think so. Yeah. Um, which uh, featured these two comedians, Mitchell and Webb, and one of the sketches. It's very short. You should look it up. It's just uh, the two of them in full Nazi regalia. So like, uh, like black uniforms, skulls, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, swastikas. We have, we have skulls on our home. <laughs> and one of them just says to the other, "So um, I have a question for you. Are we the baddies?" <laughs> Because look at our uniforms. It's all black. There's skulls. I'm worried we're the bad guys. So, yeah, I'm assuming that's what would happen. Yeah. Um, Just something through it being like, huh, I've made a terrible error. You know, like, I don't want that, uh, but I can see it. I can also just, I mean, so, so many fewer people voted for him. But also, so many of the people who voted for him didn't really like him very much. Mm-hmm. They like generic Republican. And he is not that. And he is only sort of doing that mm-hmm. so far. Um, that it seems like there's a definite sag to his popularity. 
that could just turn into a gushing wound. That's a very mixed metaphor, but you yeah, follow me. I do. I do. And I, I and I think it's I think it's very legitimately possible. You know, I uh I'm hoping nothing bad happens in the country that unifies against. You, you know, unifies people towards him because I think that's the thing that saves him. Uh right. is the I told you so we were in danger this whole time. Why didn't you listen? Now all your kids are going to die in malls. You know, like that's, mm-hmm. you know, um, that, that, that's ultimately like what, what, what swings the tide here. Right. And I think he knows that. I, you know, I don't know. I think. That's why I think the travel ban is a cover. I think the travel ban is his way of saying, I tried. You didn't listen. Now this happened. Mm-hmm. Now you have to listen to everything I say. I think it would be used opportunistically, and I think there are people thinking that way inside of his administration. But I think that Donald Trump is an idiot, and I think that Steve Bannon is an idiot, and I think that these people have very dumb ideas. I don't think you're giving them enough credit. I I, I think they are idiots about the way the world works. mm. I think they are very intelligent about how to manipulate people within that world. See, but they lost. But they won. The, but but only uh, only through a staggering number of coincidences that that you couldn't really predict or model or but like. It, but it was so much closer than anyone would have guessed. Right. Because, ever. Because Even Hillary Clinton was an unpopular person, and twelve percent of the electorate was undecided. Right. But he, this is hilarious. But, this part. But he ran a campaign based on hate. So the fact yeah, that it like hate and fear, hate and fear sell. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. but that's not genius. That's 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 the playbook. What's what what is what is staggering here is that in a country as full of hateful people as as America is, he still lost. He ran on hate and fear and hopelessness. But he knew what he needed to do to actually get the thing that he wanted. He whether he won or lost, he still won. I don't think he wanted to win. I don't think he wanted to win either, but I think he wanted it to be close. I wanted, I think he wanted to feel robbed, mm-hmm. so that he could then create the you His know, network, the network, yeah. and then be, have the moral high ground and tear apart everything and make billions off of it, mm-hmm. and not have to do anything. He just wanted to be Rupert Murdoch, mm-hmm. but like that one step further, that like he, he wanted to have less soul than Rupert Murdoch, mm-hmm. which, which how, how how do you do that? How do you whatever? Um, yeah. Um, before we get into our charity, I just want to share one other little Please. random story. Yeah, yeah. Um, this week, um, in what is a seemingly not big news story, uh, but will be a big news story three years from now, uh, Trump uh, is trying to roll back a lot of the Dodd-Frank uh, uh, regulations that came up after 2008. Right. Basically, uh, banks were doing a bunch of shady shit, uh, and then the economy collapsed. Uh, in the U.S. and kind of the world. Right. Uh, and we said, hey, you guys are doing a bunch of shady shit. Mm-hmm. You're the reason that it collapsed. Um, and the only people benefiting from this are bankers who are making billions more. So let's make a bunch of rules to make it so that doesn't happen again. Right. Um, Trump was like, hey, these rules are a pain in the butt. Like, they're kind of annoying. And my friends aren't able to get loans because it's so complicated. Right. He literally said, "My, I have a lot of friends in business who can't get loans. Right. Uh, the one that he specifically quoted, mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but he is the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. Is it a... Uh, oh, geez. I'm going to forget it, too. Uh, um, hang on. I'll look it up, but okay. you go ahead. Um, but he... Like, they're having trouble getting loans. So I did, I, I did some research because that's what I do. Uh, because I have a lot of time in the limo. James Diamond. Uh, James Diamond. James Diamond. Sorry. Diamond. Diamond. Uh, um, J.P. Morgan Chase um, controls about $25 trillion worth of assets. All right. The United States, which includes J.P. Morgan Chase, controls $125 trillion worth of assets. All right. 
Who is Chase trying to get loans from? <laughs> They're already one fifth mm-hmm. of the biggest economy in the world. Yeah. Who are they going to trying to get loans that they're saying no to? Like, presumably, God. Yeah. Presumably, God is real, and he has a savings and loan somewhere, or, and he's going to J.P. Morgan Chase and saying, no, based on Dodd-Frank, I cannot give you money. Or an, like an alien intelligence, maybe? You know, right. like maybe they're, maybe they're trying to cut a deal there. I, but, I mean, it's, but, it's, but, it's, that, but that alien intelligence is a stickler to U.S. government yes. rules. It is stuff like that, facts and figures like that. um, It is staggering how much money those guys have. Yeah. And how how much they can do. I read a figure uh, relatively recently that if you took the interest for one year from all the billionaires in the world, which is about 1,200 billionaires, Mm -hmm. um you could end poverty for that year. Just the interest. Mm-hmm. You don't touch their net worth. And it's not, it doesn't seem at that point like it's wealth redistribution. It seems more like um, murder billionaires and take <laughs> which their we things. Are, which we are not encouraging. I don't know. I am not. I am officially I'm not, going I'm on. I'm not necessarily saying that we should murder those 1,200 billionaires. I am saying, what's the greater harm? The amount of damage done every year by starvation worldwide or a relatively small amount of dead rich people? And I am saying that Dave Worth does not speak for the Opposite Effect podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Or me specifically, Justin Diodato, because condoning murder is bad. Maybe it's not murder. Murder is bad. Murder bad. Maybe we don't say. Maybe don't. Maybe we don't call it murder. Maybe we call it alt murder. (laughs) Nope. Anytime (laughs) where a person is alive and then a person is dead and they would have been alive, except you did a thing to them that made them dead. Yeah. Murder. Alt murder. Nope. Just murder. (laughs) Alt murder would be giving them a pony and making them happy. Alt murder would be giving them medicine for an illness that they are feeling at the moment. Okay, all right. That, that is alt murder. Maybe, maybe we don't have to kill them. Maybe we can just take their money. Well, no, I, or we could see what happens if we give them a pony and say, "Hey, can give we have that interest?" <laughs> you know, like, can we have some of that interest? Would yeah. that be, yeah. you know, would that uh, be cool? Um, all right, so. Um, Let's talk a little bit about our charity for this week, because that's the reason we're here. And the reason we're here is to help make some money based off of the stupid shit that other people say, which isn't to say we don't also say stupid shit. Yeah. Alt murder is probably a pretty stupid idea. Probably. It is. Probably. Definitely. Maybe. Uh, Definitely. A hundred percent. Partially. uh, Now, normally for something like, um, for something like this ban, Mm -hmm. we would say like, you know what? We got to donate to the ACLU you because do it. because they're on you know they're, they're on the front lines right they're sending lawyers out yeah. like these are the people who need who need the money yeah uh, the ACLU and we weren't the first people to think of it apparently <laughs> no the ACLU has gotten uh, last weekend the ACLU received about twenty five million dollars in donation uh, they get three to four million dollars in a year yeah on an average so for now. We're going to look at other organizations to donate to. Right. Um, they are getting free bagels every day they're now. They're doing fine. Um, and we'd like to highlight, uh, this week we'd like to highlight the International Rescue Committee, which is a uh, relief organization uh, responding to world hum- humanitarian crises, crises um, and helping refugees uh, rebuild their lives. Like we were supposed to do. Like um, we have no history of doing, including during the Holocaust. Right, but so, like we were, like we should do, like, like, we, like we feel like we do. Like we feel like we do, like we pat ourselves on the back for not for doing, and then we don't do. Um, their website is uh, rescue.org. Um, they got rescue.org? They got rescue.org. Good man. for them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're on it. Um, and uh, please give as much as you can, because uh, quite frankly, we're falling down on this job pretty hard. Yeah. Um, again, I just, I know the point of this is not the fact that they got rescue.org, but like, that means they were in it from the beginning. Oh yeah. They're, 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 they're doing, you know, like 
They they they've been on internet before there was internet. Right. If somebody gets like baseball.com, like like you know there's some baseball yeah. serious baseball shit going on. I'm yeah. not getting baseball.com. No, if somebody's got like Todd. even even Todd.edu, they're like, wow, that Todd guy is Yeah, he's, he's a fucking real Todd. Although fuck you, Dustin.com. <laughs> fuck you. You haven't done shit with that website. Yeah. I've been checking back on that goddamn thing every year since like two thousand and two, and you haven't done a goddamn thing with it. Sell it to me. Yeah, uh, well, make him a mo- have you made an offer? He, no, he it specifically says on the website we will not we're not accepting any offers. What? I'm going to do something with this, and he still hasn't. What? Oh, hey, DaveWorth.com is re- is available. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Dusnydato.com was, was like, Dusnydato everything. Well, DaveWorth.com was taken for a while. It was? Yeah. There's another Dave Worth? Uh, There are several, but the one who had it was a a realtor out in California. I hope he's okay. He seems like a very nice guy. Uh, Um, He he was a realtor out in California, and actually, I contacted him when I was thinking about doing a show about me. Yeah. (laughs) And being like, oh, they're alternate Dave Worths. And I thought, uh, real realtor in California, this will be good for a laugh. And I contacted him. I sent him an email and was just like, hey, would you be interested in talking to me about the show? And he was like, he sent me the sweetest, nicest email in return. The California Dave Worth is a super good He's guy. He's a delight. He's a delight. And I felt very, very bad for being like, in any way, like, maybe this will be good for a joke. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so I'm so, the asshole. Yeah. I'm the asshole if you're listening to this, Dave Worth. Uh, so rescue.org. Rescue.org. Because, because we have this image of ourselves as a people that we take care of the needy and we take care of, of those who are going through a crisis. Um, and sometimes we do, not, but not nearly as often as we think we do. Yeah. I think we do take care of people in our own country not as well as we think we do, but yeah. <laughs> better than nothing. Um, so, which is not good. We got some work to do. And yes. It's only going to get harder. Um, uh, so, yeah. So let's let's take a break from the ACLU because I think they're doing fine. Mm-hmm. I think they I think they more likely than not at this point have enough money to fight all the fires that they are trying to fight. Right. And if not, they'll let us know. Yeah. Um and there'll be another thing uh in the not too distant future. Uh so let's not forget uh you know the people uh who are suffering wherever they are right, right now. Agreed. Uh, and on that note, I think we're uh, about at the point where we're wrapping up, right? Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to uh, turn my cell phone back on and find out all the crazy shit that happened in the uh, 55 minutes that it took us to record this. Oh, boy. It's going to be something. All right. Let me uh, call the limo before we go. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.